time. You're a lousy drummer. Shh. For, you know, the um, unresearched opinions to culturally insignificant dudes. But first... What? Gotta talk about our... Oh, really? Tragedies. Is it really a tragedy? It's more uh, it's It more, is. It's a, it's a tragedy. What's so tragic about it? The fact that we've socialized with, no, with nobody near... What's so tragic about two unattractive people trying to find friends? So you're saying you have to be attractive to find friends? No, it, it kind of helps. Life is easier if you're, if you're good looking. That's, that's a fact. Really? Isn't it? I suppose it is, actually. I mean, life for me has been easier because I'm so good looking. <laughs> uh, wow. You know it's true. What? I'm a handsome motherfucker. <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? I'm trying to process this information that does not compute. Really? But anyway, no, I mean, I think it's because it's a little close to the holidays that, uh... Oh! Where are you going? Dave's disappeared. I don't know if he's coming back. Yeah, it's a little close to the holidays, so it's kind of hard to hard to do anything social with anybody. And this is the perfect time to be social with people, though. It's the perfect time to be social with old friends. Yeah, I guess that's right. Like no one's no one's wanting to hang out with somebody new around the Christmas season. I guess it kind of depends, but once you hit, you know, middle age. What is middle age really? 40s, 50s? I always figured it was, uh... 45 plus? No, it was like, uh... I always kind of thought of middle age as, as a time when you've got less years ahead of you than you have behind you. Well, it depends when you're going to die. Yeah, but generally... What, a pe- most people live into their 70s. Again, generally, I think of middle age as there, you've lived more years than you're going to live. Statistically. Mm-hmm. So, in that realm, I mean, I guess we're a little bit past middle age. Oh, gosh. I hope not. Well, you know, there's always this and that. But anyway, going back to what I was talking about, which was basically... Because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not particularly interested in, like, you know, dating. Ugh. And, uh, you know... Just because dating's such a pain in the ass... Well, actually, actually, this this kind of gets into what what I was one of the many things that I thought thought about talking about uh, what today. What are you doing with the time, though? So, well, because I was gonna I was gonna regale, not regale. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, just our social stuff and then go on to whatever was on my mind. But since you since you started, because there have been there have been some things that I just thought was kind of funny. Like number one, uh, with the way things have been going politically. It just seems like it just seems like it's a script. Like for example, um, that 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 vote that Joe Manchin gave to the Democrats for their weird inflation reduction or whatever the act the thing that they said was was supposed to the inflation reduction act. They called it that, but it had nothing to do with reducing inflation. 
So they can just give an act whatever name they want. Yeah, they do that. You didn't know that? Well, I kind of knew that, but... They try to come up with... I think they should be able to do it. They come up with names of acts that sound really cool because no one's going to read like 400 pages worth of stuff. There should be an arbiter of acts that gets to fucking veto the name of the act if that's not what it's about. Well, that's kind of going on to a different subject, but... So, I think the story was... Manchin made a side deal with Schumer, just like years ago that uh, whoever from Nebraska did with uh, the Obama administration to get uh, Affordable Care Act through, uh-huh. to get more, to get some concessions for West Virginia for their energy stuff. Uh-huh. And so he, he voted for it because that's when his vote was necessary, right? And then when Warnock won the, the runoff, Schumer was like, screw you, Joe, and took that out of this next thing that was coming up. Kind of screwing uh, Joe Manchin, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because his vote's no longer all that important. Right. Which is why I keep on saying stuff like, you know, you can't really treat politicians like people. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's almost, it's something that you should, I'm getting ahead of myself. So anyway, but then right after that happened, the the, the senator from Arizona Cinema. She's just declared herself an independent. Oh. <laughs> so now he doesn't have the votes necessarily. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, the, Cause I mean she, cause if she's independent, she might not vote with. Well, she could still caucus with the Democrats, but still, you know. So they can just, what, they can just say I'm independent? They can do whatever they want. Huh. The only, the only people that they're pretty much answerable to are the people that vote for them. Quote, unquote. Okay. Their constituents, and well, I know they change parties, or like changing parties is not unusual. Uh, it actually kind of is. Oh, because there's all all kinds of infrastructure that goes on with that, right? If you're an independent, you have no no party machinery to help you out. Okay, right. If you if you look like somebody that's going to win for a certain party, then that party will put money into your campaign, will help you, blah blah. Right. You know all the stuff you need to get elected. So the only reason to go independent would be if you think that your party is a liability in your district. I don't know. Possibly. Now I've now I've totally forgotten. I've totally lost my train of thought about what I was going to talk about before. Oh yeah. So basically, everybody's got agenda and agenda. Okay. Is this what we we're going to talk about? Well, that that was one of the things that had popped into my brain before. Okay. And the funny thing is, is for some reason, that word has a real negative connotation to a lot of people. It does. Right? When I say everybody's got an agenda, they're like, oh, I don't have an agenda. Well, that's bullshit. Of course you do. I don't know why it's so negative. Agenda just means you have some ideas about what you want, right? Right. There's stuff, there's stuff you want Goals. to do. And so, so your agenda might just be feeding yourself. That's everybody. To a certain extent, I think I think that that everybody has certain desires to have their needs net net met needs met right. Did I say needs net? Yes. Uh, and depending on on where you go to meet those needs, things get in the way. If you're just somebody who's like like well just like everybody right. If you just want to to get enough money. 
get enough resources to put a roof over your head, to feed yourself and feed your loved ones, that becomes like, that's, that's a, that's a pretty desirable goal. No one, no one wants to sit there and, and be told that they're this, this person that doesn't provide. Right. But as I was thinking about that, being a bureaucrat or a cop or a construction worker, you all have those desires. You want to, you want to make, you want to, you want to amass enough resources to get your, get your, your, your living needs met. Uh-huh. Right. But when, once you get into, once you get into whatever system, then things kind of get in the way. And I know you're having trouble with this. I am too, but, but I didn't get it. So if you're in a, like, what do you mean by a system? And cause like, like things getting in the way, I mean, isn't it all, I, I guess I'm, yeah, I guess I don't know what you mean by system. Well, I think that our desires or whatever we're used to kind of, kind of get in the way of stuff. For example, um, good friend of mine talking about the people that he's he deals with day in, day out. People in the medical field, right? Right. He he's like, well they just they just want to help people. And sure they do, but they also want to help themselves. And there's nothing there's nothing in the ether, there's nothing wrong with that statement by itself. Right? I just wanna I yeah, you want to help people, but if I can help people while helping myself, uh-huh. that's cool. No one, no one really, no one really, really will blame anybody. But they, they, sometimes the, those two things might be at odds with each other, though. They generally are. And this is probably as far as this thought can go because I haven't really thought about it. I was just thinking about before... Uh, I like to, I used to like to just turn on the NPR or the British or BBC at night when I go to sleep and just listen to that stuff. And it always just ticked me off. So this week I just didn't, I just didn't turn it on. You know, I never know why you were doing that anyway. Well, cause I just like to have, I just like to hear stuff. Yeah, but it's annoying shit. It is. And, um, I think there are some people that I know that are, Truly puzzled by by how much I like listening to the right wing stuff. Well, I thought it was the left wing stuff that you listen to. I listen to both, but the right wing stuff doesn't make me as mad. Mainly because I find the right wing folks a little bit more entertaining, <laughs> right? And and because they're the the ideas that they spout out are a little bit more in line with what I like to think, right? And so, well, here's the first thing. Uh, remember remember that book, How We Decide. Yeah. I personally don't think that that's that that may be true, but I think most of the time we basically have something that or an idea that we like. Okay. And we just ignore the stuff that that doesn't help it and latch on the stuff that does. Isn't that kind of what he says in the book though? I don't remember. It's been so long. I'm sure that's what he says, but I can't remember either. Because while I was listening to the two the two main viewpoints that I have access to in terms of like listening to junk, uh-huh. it always struck me because like 
like I listen to Tucker Carlson a lot just because it's easy. Like when I when I'm playing my little card games on the computer, everything else annoys me. Yeah, I don't know how you do both both those things, but whatever. well, I, I don't I don't necessarily listen. It's just background noise that that's kind of. But you must be absorbing some of it, right? One would think, but I always found it kind of funny that on the left wing, on the NPR stuff, the thing that they're really harping on is racism and um, the, the the whole the whole compassion empathy, mm-hmm. you know, complex. And when I say complex, I don't mean like mode of thinking. I'm just thinking like uh, money making endeavor. You know, just like the military industrial complex. Yeah. Okay. Then, you know, that turns into, and, and, and I, I hate that stuff because I hate the way they put gate behind everything for a scandal because of Watergate. Well, I guess it's lowest common denominator, right? I don't even, I don't even think it's that. It's just, okay, Watergate. And now any, any time there's some kind of, some kind of scandal, it's something gate. Well, it's just laziness. It's laziness. I don't know what it is, but it, it's, it's, it's quite annoying to me. Didn't they call the freeway closure something gate? Here? That was Carmageddon. Oh, was it? Years ago, <laughs> with the 405. Is Sorry, that what you're, yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, um, uh, and, and you know, there's there's a whole lot of things going on to this one ball that when you try to unravel it all, it just kind of, <coughs> you, you know, just like, Ugh. But I did find it kind of kind of funny that, you know, they say that males tend to go for the Republican side of stuff because it's all about what you can do, right? Yeah. And then females tend to go for the progressive left-wing kind of stuff because, as far as I can tell, it's really about helping. But that's the, that's the way it's framed. It's framed as helping, whereas the, the conservative stuff is framed at, you know, you being able to, to be in a situation where you can help yourself. But there's plenty of women that are in the Republican Party and plenty of men who are in the Democrat, Democratic Party. Right, but I'm or just... The Democrats, I don't uh, know. Again, and that's... You know, you, you, you tend to have... You have, you have problems with, with the way that I kind of frame stuff. Because I, I tend to frame stuff in hypotheticals in the ether, trying to like get beyond the subject at hand. Right. Because the tendency for us, for people, when we talk about stuff, is to focus on the subject at hand. So, and I found this, I found this when I talk about how, like, like when I talk about Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. I don't support the guy. I don't like the guy. The only thing I like about the guy is the fact that the establishment hates him. Well, I think that's why a lot of people like Donald Trump. Well, yeah, and 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 you know they 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 latch on to whatever and say this is why this is why I like him. But I don't care. My my whole thing is is when everyone in the when everyone in the group doesn't like somebody, I tend to think, well, there's there's something there. Let's find out what's there. I have to agree with your esoteric get away from the, the uh, get into the, what is it? What did you just call it? 
the hypothetical or just yeah 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 when you when you're getting into the hypothetical because because i'm always like i'm literal right right well a lot of people are so, so, so like at that point i'm like like when you go into like the esoteric i'm just like i don't feel like i have anything to really say well maybe that's that's everybody because whenever whenever i mention and we're using donald trump as an example right mm-hmm. whenever i mention donald trump then it becomes a decision a discussion about donald trump like that that's not my point yeah my point isn't, dude. My point is, why is it that everyone in the hall in in that group don't like him? And we could we could use anything like Serpico. I know nothing about Serpico except for the movie. I don't even remember the movie. Well, it's an old it's an old old movie. It, it came out when we were kids. Okay, but even with Serpico, right? What was the deal? Supposedly honest cop at a time when the 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 New York City Police Department was notoriously corrupt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not, I'm not trying to, I'm not drawing parallels between Donald Trump and Serpico. I'm just saying, whenever, whenever the group don't like somebody, what's the reason? Well, I guess it's a threat. Somebody who's a threat. Again, could be, whatever, but that, that's, that's, that's what I'm more interested in. And, and so, that that's my difficulty in a lot of things. I don't like either party. I don't like people in the parties. And that's that's when I was thinking about the stuff. I was like, well, look, when you get into the show, when you get into the big top, whatever you want to call it, right? It starts being about keeping on, keeping on. So my thing with bureaucracy that I don't like is not that bureaucracy is wrong or that bureaucracy is bad. It's It goes down to the very fundamental of, I don't think people are very good. And for us to do good is a daily struggle, is a daily fight. And you get, you get corrupted no matter what you go into. And, 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 and when I say corrupted, I don't mean that as a bad word. And I'll, and I will, even though it has very negative connotations. For example, when I was uh, in law school clerking in Korea, I got corrupted by Korean culture. Growing up, and, and let me explain. So growing up in the United States, we are not a very hierarchical culture. We are and we aren't. Yeah. And so I was used to talking to people that could have been my parents or older or my, you know, people that are older with, with not as much deference as certain hierarchical cultures would have. Right. Makes sense. Go to Korea and get surrounded by like, you know, young kids treating me with a certain amount of respect just because I'm older speaking to, and, and there's formal tone. There's two different tones. Most languages have different tones of how you speak Right. to a familiar as opposed to an elder right. or a stranger. Right. Right? English doesn't have that, but Korean does. And I got used, very used, I got used to that. And very quickly, probably. Very quickly. Because you're like, oh, I like this. I spent, I spent 20-some-odd years here talking and, and acting a certain way go over there, spend a month 
getting talked to a certain way uh-huh. by six weeks. Someone doesn't talk to me that way. I'm like, Hey, what's wrong? What's up with this? So that's, that's what I mean by being corrupted. So, but what about the flip side Did like of having to speak to people who are older than you in a more formal tone? No problem. No problem. No problem. Yeah. You know, this, this is why, this is why I always thought that I would be just fine following directions and making, making superiors happy and whatnot, because I always, you know, I always thought of myself as someone who just get along. Yeah. And I do to a certain point. <laughs> huh. But as soon as, as soon as junk don't make sense and I'm not, and I'm not just saying subjectively don't make sense to me. I'm just saying that just don't make sense. Right. So if you, if you take a, if you take a look at, uh, feudal Japan, all those lords, all the, all the lords in the feudal Japan, like Tokugawa, uh, Oda Nobunaga, uh, um, Shingen Takeda, all those folks, right? They were lords of varying power and status, but they're all samurai, right? Yeah, so ostensibly there's the same set of rules that cover right, all of them. Right, but the lords <laughs> never did all the junk that their their supposed samurai retainers were supposed to do. Right. But I'm just like, but you're all samurai. Do, do you get where I'm going with that? No. So when you when you look at when you look at religion, right? Mm-hmm. People give a pass to the other people that are in the the upper echelons of church hierarchy, especially in Christ, in, in Catholicism. Mm-hmm. From what little I I mean I I'm I'm really speaking out of turn here because the only thing that I know about Catholicism is that a lot of my closest friends just happen to be Catholic. I don't know how that happened. Mm-hmm. It just just happened that way, right? Which is kind of funny because I grew up in a tradition that said the Catholic Church was just you know devil worshippers because they were like pomp and circumstance and ceremony and not true and getting again see now you see see so that that's that's the, you're getting to the topic at hand or not the, you're getting to you're getting to the thing that I you mentioned but not what I'm actually talking about I know so you have you have had and you still have loads of trouble when I sit there and just talk about how horrible priests and the pope and all that junk are yeah but we're, they're they're all people yeah, but like, why do you always pick on the Catholics? I pick one. Yeah, pick a religion. I'll, I pick anything. Everybody always picks on the Catholics, though. Well, for well, be, mostly because the Catholics are the establishment, right? Yeah, they're the Yankees. Well, not in this country. They're the in, New in this York country. The Catholics were the. They're the New York Yankees. The well, they weren't though, were they? They're the New York Yankees. They were the Irish. The Catholics were the Irish again. Catholics are still like the New York Yankees. Mm. As a church, they have, they are, they're almost monolithic in that as a church, they are, they're a big corporate body that have say, right? In a, in a Protestant congregation, if you don't like your pastor, you can get him kicked out. We want a new pastor. Done. I didn't know that. Can't do that in the Catholic church from what I, from what I recall, Right. Not unless there's a scandal or something, I suppose. And even then, it's not like... Yeah, the decision gets made. Right. 
and 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 I'm not and you're talking about scandal like sex scandal or whatever. I'm just talking about the majority of the parishioners like, you know what? This guy just didn't do it for me. So what do they, what do they do? They say you're out. Sometimes they just have a vote and that's it. Or the or the church breaks up. Right. The congregation breaks up and they 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 do they 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 get a new one. Yeah. Or they move to a different church, you know, whatever. Not so much right? You can't you can't really do that in the Catholic Church. Your pastor was sent there by, you know, it's almost like a military organization, right? There's the hierarchy, yeah. the Pope, who's the, uh, who's the commander in chief, chairman of the, of the, of the, of the whatever, right? Yeah. And all, all the people under them, they, they do all that. And so, and again, this is, this is free flowing, don't know where I'm going, and it's probably just lost you at least. <sighs> and so when I was thinking, cause I was thinking about how, we have these desires generally no, so you're talking about you're talking about the, the feudal lords in Japan and as a, then by you're way talking about the Catholics again by and way, the higher ups by by way as an example as an illustration right, yeah, of an illustration of the fact that what the rules don't apply to those people they act like it and people give them the pass you're saying uh yeah like the the lower downs give the upper the higher ups a pass kind of what I see happening in in US politics and is your question, boy, is that? No, it's not my question. That's not a, it's not a question. I'm just, it's just a, it's just an observation of mine. It's an okay. observation of mine that goes back to the thing that I was saying in that the people who want to have, hold the power by, by manipulating or whatever the sheep and goats, which is us or people like me and you. And so they basically just divvied us up and say, Okay, so we can get about 90, 95% of the population just doing this. And so they just, they just kind of feed us the whatever, right? They feed us the whatever, they bribe us with whatever. And the whole point is to stay there. Because when I was thinking about it, uh, like the, a lot of the, a lot of the radio hosts and stuff talk about the conservative values and conservative, like political viewpoints and, and whatnot. And that to me was just like the activists for the homeless in that if the politicians that say that they are conservative politicians, if they, if they succeed in putting that through, then chances are they're putting most of themselves, good chunk of the government bureaucracy out of a job. You mean if they really get rid of the homeless? Just like the activists for the homeless. If you get rid of the, the, the homelessness issue, mm-hmm. right? If you were able to get everyone housing. Yeah. What do we need you for then? No more nonprofits, no more assistance programs. So, you know, in, so it becomes like a weird cycle in that, yeah, I want to help. I want to get this thing through. Okay. If that thing goes through. What are you going to do? So how do you put the, well. Well, I'm, there's, there's no answer for this. No, but I'm thinking maybe there is an answer. No, there, there isn't. There's, there's no way, there is no way to make someone who is self-interested not be less, not be, you know, less self-interested unless without some kind of gargantuan effort on their part. I was thinking more like shining a light on the fact that they say one thing and do another. 
That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Uh, you know, like they said, they want it, that they're for it, but they're, it's very clear that they're obstructing. Right. Well, well, that doesn't work, right? Because, um, because uh, the big thing that the folks on the on the conservative radio stuff do is they point out the logical fallacies in the opposing sides' viewpoints. Yep. And don't work. Right. The favorite the favorite saying is you know. My facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Well, the flip side of that, which is just as strong, maybe even stronger. My feelings don't care about your facts. Exactly. Well, that, therein lies the rub. But that was that was one of the many things that I was thinking of because I was thinking of when I say system, like you know the way the way you go into making a living or whatever, right? So if you're a politician, you go into politics. If you're a cop, you go into the police organization. If you're in the military, you go through that. Healthcare, you go through that. Well, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was thinking about living in that world. Okay. In any world. Like, right. Like, like, like tons of people want to be what is called a tier one operator. Just like tons of little kids want to be fighter pilots. Mm-hmm. Right. What people don't think of is, let's say you get into being a tier one operator or a fighter pilot. Which takes a long time. It takes a lot of effort. Yeah. Right? You start, you have to you have to want this at a certain age, like to be a fighter pilot. You have to pretty much decide in your teens. That's what you want to do. Uh-huh. And to get there, let's say everything goes right. To get there. Yeah, you pass all the... You are 22 before you start your training. Right. Right? To be a fighter pilot. And, and if you start too late... Well, there's no starting too late. There's no starting too late. Okay. So you, you, so if you're, if you're 13, 14, you're like, I want to be a fighter pilot. Or you're six, I want to be a fighter pilot. Right? Mm-hmm. You are 22 before you even get a shot. Because you have to go through school, you have to take the right, you have to take the right classes, the right, you know, you have to have the, the, the mathematical abilities, uh, you have to have the aptitude, all that stuff, right? right? To start. So you get into flight school when you're 22, right? Now it takes two years. Flight school is a year, actually. So year of flight school, now you, now you get to decide whether you get to get a jet. Yeah. You get into that jet. Now, now it's another couple of years. And they're weeding out the chafe all the time. All the yeah, exactly. And so let's say let's say you get to be a fighter pilot. Hoorah. You are now probably about 24, 25. You know when you're probably gonna be done? In a in a couple of years. Less than ten years. Yeah. At that point You got a whole lot of life in front of you. <laughs> unless you get blown out of the sky or die. Yeah, exactly, right? So yeah, at thirty five you're like and at 35, your days of flying yeah. are pretty much done. So basically now you can be fighter pilot adjacent and be like, you know, an executive officer of a squadron to be a squadron commander to, you know, blah, 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 blah. But you ain't flying no more. Well, you're not flying like you were flying when you're in your mid-20s. Yeah. And it's the same for the tier one guys. Well, for the tier one guys, there's that. And then there's like the, the added thing of... Let's say you're let's say you're very successful and you get you get sent out a lot. You get deployed a lot. 
you go on a lot of missions and ostensibly you maybe you kill a lot of folks. Every person you kill does a little something to you. <laughs> Cause it's not like it's not like Mortal Kombat. It's not, you know, you don't throw down a gun like, let's fight. More often than not, the people that you kill have no idea that you were there. Yeah. And, you know, that's not something that that many people are People are not equipped or prepared to deal with what comes up because they just don't know about it. How would you? So here are a bunch of folks that just that like, I want to protect my country. Mm-hmm. I want to be a patriot. Or whatever. And the job your country gives you is to go out and kill the enemies of the country. Mm-hmm. After a while... Just saying that I did this to, because I wanted to serve my country just isn't going to cut it. And I, 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 I don't think I've explained it, but that happens in all things. Like, you know, like being a cop, I, I can't think of much harder than being a beat cop. You know, I, I make fun of I make fun of people getting pensions and stuff like that and yeah. say that, and say they shouldn't get it or that everybody should. But. These are not easy jobs. I know I that. See, I see the videos, man, of just just the way that people treat treat the big cops, as well, you say. Yeah, well, think and they yeah. have to just sit there and just take it. Well, think about it. Your your day your day is spent interacting with people who are maybe <laughs> living their worst day. Yeah. Now, you do that day in day out. I don't know how long you can do that as a person. Just like a politician. I'm doing this because I want to do what's right for my country, help, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. That's now, how it starts a lot often. Huey Long, right? He's the, but now you get up there and it, it's all of a sudden it's, what do I need to do to stay in this job? Eating gold plated burritos, which is a perk of the job when you're a politician, like a national politician. Right. And so. That, what that got me started into thinking was, oh my, (laughs) you know. Is that right, George? It's a, it's a daily, it's a daily, life is a daily struggle to not lose your way when it is galactically easy to lose your way, which is why I don't like words like leader. Politicians are not leaders. They're politicians. Which is why I don't like the way language gets manipulated on stuff. Unhoused, undocumented, denier, uh, commie. These are all little tools that we use to kind of like make fun of other people. But those labels can just as easily be put on you. What's the difference between me and Joe Biden? Joe Biden got a shot to be corrupt. That's it. And he... He capitalized on it. Okay. Am I gonna am I gonna sit here and hate all the corrupt people for being corrupt? Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be more effective to sit there and blame the people that let this corrupt person get to where they were and keep on being corrupt? And that, that becomes, that becomes a little, little, uh, problematic. It's like, it's almost like blaming the victim, right? No one's going to sit there and say, you know, if a woman's wearing sexually provocative, like provocative clothing and, and she gets assaulted. Right. 
it it becomes it becomes forbidden forbidden to uh to sit there and say well why were you wearing that and you're right that 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 impulse is correct yeah that no one deserves that no but at the same time so like even with the so when you when you when you apply that to to voting constituencies for certain you know political office okay your 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 uh, your elected officials like incredibly corrupt but you keep on voting for that person why because he brings home the bacon uh yeah so we you can't really blame that person right or can you well you can and people do, but... But shouldn't those people also... Don't those people also share in the blame? Well, yeah. Right? Just like just like the guy that, that sexually assaults a, a woman who's dressed, you know, provocatively? Yeah. it's He shouldn't... You're not supposed to... You, you don't do that. Yeah. So it, it's... It, it's really hard to kind of to kind of lay out and say... Well, I guess what I'm saying is we're not blameless. As much as we'd like to think that we are in all things, we're not blameless. That's why I really, that's why I don't like the idea of everyone sitting there saying, thinking, I'm a good person. Everyone thinks they're a good person. Everyone thinks they try hard. Everyone thinks it's everything, right? But if, if you sit there and just kind of look at it and look at it and look at it, then it becomes, well, there just seems, there seems to be enough blame to go around. And we but are- People never, it's, it's funny because people do not, they're always going to sit there and blame the corrupt politician and not say, well, I, this is somebody that this is something I let. You know, I've been turning a blind eye to this. You know, I guess people don't, they don't really look at themselves. Well, it becomes inconvenient. Well, especially if you've been propping it up, right? I mean... Well, we're all propping it up, <sighs> is my point. You don't like the way things are in America? Well, it's partly your fault. <laughs> no matter which side of the issue you think you're in. Uh, you know... With, with the women who are sitting there saying, you know, we want empathy, you know, guys just don't understand because they've had everything given to them. And so, of course, the guys are want to want are going to want to do things. They think they want to do things for themselves, but it's only because they've had all these opportunities. I want to help these people that didn't have the opportunity is the argument to that. I don't have a necessarily have a counter argument to that because I haven't thought about it. But, you know, it's it's. It's really kind of easy to, to, to have that thought, right? Well, I'm, I'm not where I'm supposed to be because the whole world's against me. Where I haven't had a shot. Right. That's what I think that. If I, you know, everybody thinks that, right? I'm not where I'm supposed to be because I haven't had a shot or, or, or I'm not. Or what, you know, whatever. Wow. That just, uh, that just took up a lot more time than I thought it would. And it was a lot. <laughs> it was like eating really heavy chili. <laughs> what, it gives you the shits? It gives me something. <laughs> it is heavy. Well, anyway. It's a heavy topic. On to movies. Why? Uh, because I never really liked the look of Dakota Johnson. Really? I always liked the look of her. Well, when she was on, uh, when she was on that uh, Fifty Shades of Grey that I never watched. Yeah, I never watched those movies either. I was just like, eh. But then I recently, I recently slogged through Netflix's um, iteration of Persuasion, which was probably not. Which she was in. 
Yeah, in the new one, which is probably not a good idea because of... I was never really into... Uh, what's her face? Karen Knightley? No, the one who wrote the book. Oh, uh, is it... I'm totally blanking on... Jane Austen. This is Sisters, right? No, no, that's Bronte. Oh, that's the Brontes. I was never really into a lot of Jane Austen stuff, but I really like Persuasion, and I really like Sense and Sensibility, so, you know, sue me. I'm a girl. <laughs> Who was in Persuasion? Uh, in the first one that I saw, it was uh, it was from uh, Masterpiece Theater in the 70s. I think it was the very first Masterpiece Theater thing that... It is what that that was that was the British show that launched Masterpiece Theater in America on PBS. Okay, Persuasion, and it had Syrian Hines or whatever. Yeah, uh, that was the, that was the only big name person that I could so think of. So what happens in Persuasion? Okay, so to recap, uh, years ago, um, I guess it's uh, Elizabeth Bennett is her name. She she was in love with a sailor in the Royal Navy, and her mother's friend pretty much talked her out of marrying this guy because he was didn't have any money, didn't yeah. have a name, and she was like the daughter of a baron or something. Right. And so, you know. So they go their own ways. Right. And he comes back as a very rich naval captain. Okay. And her his brother-in-law rents her family's house because her father is just a spendthrift. Okay. So persuasion is basically about an unrequited love. Right. And the thing that I didn't like about the Netflix stuff, which is something that I don't like about a lot of the new stuff, is that uh, in an effort, I guess, to be inclusive, if that's the term they want to use, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're casting non-Caucasian folks in roles, which to me kind of makes it hard for me to, to suspend my disbelief. Well, it's not historically correct. That, and that's why. Just like when I see John Wayne playing Genghis Khan, yeah. I'm like, ah, that's stupid. Yeah. Or when I see some white dude playing a Korean guy in the Remo Williams movie with Fred Ward. Yeah. Or The Good Earth, right? Was it was it Catherine Hepburn that played some Chinese lady? Probably. So all that stuff, I'm just like, ah, that just, you know. So it, it, it cuts both ways, especially in the historical stuff. Yeah. I don't give it a pass in this country because, you know, because it's stupid. Yeah, you know, I don't get, I did, I don't, I don't give it a pass from the '30s. I don't give it a pass now. Yeah, in that it doesn't help me suspend my disbelief, right? No, it's it's kind of stupid. You know, when I when I see a black woman playing a lady playing a a, a British aristocrat from the 19th century, it's weird. It, it it's odd. It's odd. It doesn't. You know, it would it would be just like if I saw, well, the Mikado. Yeah, right. Boys played by a bunch of white women. A shit, old white women. <laughs> Made up to look like... Whatever. Yeah. But that aside... Um, she was good. I liked the way she looked. And yeah, she was. Uh, it threw me off that she uh, she had a British accent. when so everybody was doing the British accents. Well, it's supposed to be set there. But it, my, my thing is, if you're going to have non-traditional <laughs> ethnicities playing roles, why not just let everybody speak in their own... In their own accents. <laughs> I don't. Can Americans even do British accents? I I don't know. Because it's hard to do a British accent, right? Well, I think it's hard to do an American accent, right? That too. But you know, watching watching all those things, and just like, eh, 
They say the southern accent is the easier of the accents for the foreign folks to do. Oh, like like Texas? Not necessarily yeah, southern, yeah. but more specifically Texas? Yeah. I don't know why. Speaking of accents, really love, oddly enough, women that from... I, knew, I know what you're going to say. Scottish accent. Well, I do I do love the brogue. <coughs> oh, are you not going to say the brogue? But my, my favorite American accent for a woman uh-huh. is like Northeast, is like New York, no. New Jersey. Why? I'm not talking like full-on Fran Drescher. But why? I don't know. Maybe it's exotic to me. Dude, did you like, did you hang out with a bunch of New Yorkers in another life or something? No, no, not at all. Hey, we went to a, we went to a dinner party years ago and I, I just, I spent loads of time talking to this one girl from New York and I just, I, know, dude. I was, I was like, smitten. What's going on? I was smitten. And no, I did not get her number because she was young enough to be my daughter. You should have though. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she seemed cool. She was cool. The coolest of the bunch. Well, I guess that's it. I mean, trying to figure out, trying to say. <laughs> I understand that I'm very uninteresting and the things that I think of are just kind of odd. <laughs> well, I have difficulty sometimes just, I don't know, keeping up, maybe. I, was, I, don't, I don't even think it's that. It's just the things that I think about are strange. And you're just like, why are you so strange? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that's probably what's going through your head most of the time, and you're just trying to be too polite to, oh, to not say, why are you so strange? I don't know if it's that. But I, I fully it's realize... It's like I want to sound intelligent. Well, next to me, you're going to have no problem with that. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 I can't... I don't even sound like I can get two thoughts together. I'm all scatterbrained going, yeah, ah, ah, er. Sometimes you repeat, you, but you say, you say, you say, you say, you know, you're like Pookie Pig. Are you saying I stutter? No, but you you're like when you're when you're thinking, you say the same phrase while you're thinking. Like my four or five times. My problem is that my head goes way faster than my than the rest of my body can catch up. Yeah. Well, I wonder what the key is on the podcast then. Oh, I, I, it doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Like last week, you said uh, you were like, "Please send us money," but there's no way for you to send us money, so. So just think about sending us money. Yeah, that's and and that's another thing. I don't I don't the the there there are loads of people that are making money doing because I have friends and they're like they're like why are you doing the podcast and I'm like because it's fun again yeah for I fun. enjoy like I enjoy editing it I enjoy talking about shit right we're just and then, as know, as that's all it is man <laughs> as Jim Caviezel said in the in the movie about Bobby Jones <laughs> about why he about why Bobby Jones never turned pro mm-hmm. right. What do you say? I don't remember. If you get paid for it, you can't say you love it. Mm. This is true. But there's plenty of people that get paid for it that say they love it. That's a lie. In fact, they all say that. They say, you know. It's still, is... it's still, hey, all, all mothers that I know of talk about how being a mother is the most fulfilling job that they've ever had. And a lot of them suck at it. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, hey, and, and that that's just pro- reminds me of that Bill Burbert where he talks about woman talking about how difficult it is being a mother oh and he, yeah and he was like yeah well you know yeah it is yeah you know, put yeah but he's like compared to what like deep sea like like you know it's a dif- catch different kind of difficult you know different kind of difficult but it's a funny bit it's it's yeah i remember what you're talking about it's like having the chardonnay and having to put your toddler to sleep 
Yeah, and that's a different kind of mom, right? That's not a good mom right there. No. <laughs> and I'll say that outright. Yeah, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And a lot but, of women, they want to be moms. Just well, like they think they want to be moms. No, they want to be. That's pretty much what we're here to do. But then some of them have the kids and they're like, this is not for me. A lot of them just aren't going to be very good at it. They do their best. Hats off to them. Right? You try the best you can and that's all that you can ask for. But just like just like not everybody's smart, right? What's 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 in your mind, what's the cutoff for being smart? What percentage of the population would you consider to be smart? I don't know, like fifteen percent. Okay, so you have to be the top fifteen percent of the people yeah. to be considered smart. Yeah. Right? Does that all of a sudden change to from from like good parent? I never really it, thought about is it. Is it now top 85%? I never really thought about what... Or top half? Of, of the good parenting thing. There, there, there are plenty of good parents out there. There are plenty of shit parents out there. It's funny, though, because it's not really something that people focus on. They don't say, let's make sure that people are good parents, shall we? Well, it's mean. And when you start trying to say this is what makes a good parent legislate a parent well not even okay legislate's a good enough word but whenever you start trying to to, to, to determine the aspects of what it is yeah. it, it, it all of a sudden falls down there are people that are that are such good parents they end up being bad parents right if, if to be a good parent is to love your child and do everything you can for them mm-hmm. you can end up with a spoiled child you can end up with a child that doesn't know how to do anything. Then now you've now you've now you've raised a worthless adult. Which so happens a lot. In in my book, that's a bad parent. You have not prepared your child to go out and be something independent of you. Well, there's all sorts of reasons for that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, there, there's no simple answer to anything except we all suck, and life really should be hard work at trying not to suck <laughs> which will fail <laughs> so you know that's we have just we have just discovered the secret to life and the only people uh, that will find not out to suck well the, the only people that will know is the people who listened all the way to the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> the five people it might be more I don't know. But that's isn't isn't that isn't that really funny? I, I find that that's so comical. Well, that's often the case, though, is like we don't come to any conclusions if we come to any conclusions at all. I try not to because it. well, I try not to on purpose because everyone's a little bit different. People might people might come to the same conclusions on stuff, but generally it's for different reasons. That's why, that's why the, the Arabs have such a great, great saying. Which is what? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Oh, that's an Arab sign? Yeah. I thought it was a Chinese sign. I don't think so. It could be. <clears throat> but the funny thing is, my friend could one day become my enemy. Oh, no. Let's hope not. But, yeah, so, you know. I guess final thought of the day, we suck. But, you know, the internal struggle of life is trying not to suck while still failing consistently. We will never not suck. You seem a little disturbed. 
just thinking about that statement. Well, anyway, it's getting close to Christmas. It is. So, Merry Christmas, or Happy Christmas for you Commonwealth folks. It's not going to quite be Christmas. Well, I want to get out of the way early, just in case we decide to take a week off. I think we're going to take a week off. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> what what's going to happen? Someone's going to dock our pay. There's going to be a Christmas episode, and I've got to find some Christmas music to go with it. Oh, I guess you need to... Well, you'll be in charge of the Christmas topics, then. Some kind of jingle. All right. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, keep listening. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, be happy. And, uh, you know, give me, give us a dilemma. The dilemma is whether or not to sell out. I already know the answer to that. Well, I do too, but like, <laughs> right, you know, give me a shot at being like, you know. Jesus. The Clintons. The Clintons? No. Why? Because screw those guys. Well, yeah, but if the shoe were down the foot. Are we done? I think we were done a while ago. <laughs>